knock me off my feet with this one. I got so much I wanna thank you for. It's hard for me to try and pick one. I really love my life, I gotta lit one. I got my wife, I got two kids, we in good health. The only thing sick is my income. God gives seed to the sower and we be sowing. No, you can't lie to Jehovah, cause he be knowing. I mind my business and drink my water, it got me glowing. Ever since I took a dip in that holy water, I'm growing. I'm back like I never left. When I left, I was anointed fresh. I believed that I dodged my death. God needed me at my best. It took some time, but you know what happens with great things. Hillin' is the wise where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture. Excluding the vultures. I'm your host, O. What's up? It's my bitch. Your man. I don't need them, man. Professional. How do you? Professional. You got yourself together, man. I don't need them. Happy New Year. Tell man. him, yeah. Tell him it's New Year, New Year. No, it need to be a New <laughs> You, man. Yeah, New You, man. Uh, man. What's up with you, man? How you been? Uh, what's up with them, man? Tell them. Tell the people you miss them, man. Oh, we got to. Well, we've been out. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, man. You know, I've been chilling, man. So, you know, glad to be back. Glad to be back potting. Yeah. Uh, for sure. You know, still black. Glad to be back talking to dope people. For sure. That's what we're here to do. Try to shift you know, the culture nothing, a little nothing, bit. Nothing major. Nothing, you know, really major been going on. Yeah. Um, okay. Today we got, a, we got a couple guests. I mean, one, one he... He dug in there. Yeah, he'll, so he'll I don't worry get, about. He don't even get, he pie family yeah, now. No, it's about me, it's about little bro. Yeah, man. Introduce you yourself first, Will. Returning yeah. guest. My man, my name, Poppy Reyes, a.k.a. Juan Reyes, <laughs> a.k.a. Owner, CEO, founder of Rejuvenated Love. Just trying to rejuvenate the love for the people to love anything in life. You can rejuvenate yourself to love again because we all go down, we all fall down in life. Right. But when you pick yourself back up, it's just all about rejuvenation. Okay, okay. Um, we got a special guest in the building. You know what I mean? Serial entrepreneur, husband, father, you know. Can I, rapper, too? You can, can, love, to you can say everything. Just gospel say everything. rapper. You know, ain't that wrong with that, man. <laughs> gospel rapper, man. Uh, pastor. No, evangelist. Evangelist. I'm yep. sorry about that. You be, when, we get into, when we get into it, I want you to explain, okay. explain that. Um, introduce yourself, man. I mean, I'm Richie Rolex. He just said everything, and, and I'm so thankful for that, that that warm welcome. For sure, uh, for sure. Yeah, so I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm an evangelist. And, and most importantly, I'm a glory carrier. That's what I, I like carry it. God's glory wherever I go. Okay, okay. That yeah, basically cool. sums up what a glory right. carrier is, because we're going to get in that too. Um, uh, For those who don't know you, you want to get into your background, like okay, how you, how you came up and all uh, that. So... Coming up, I was a uh, I was a very smart young kid. I'm still smart, but my life took a turn after right. a certain turn of events, and I end up being in the streets. Right. Uh, end up selling drugs. End up playing with guns. End up, I mean, living that type of life. Uh, yeah. When I was uh, me and all my homies, we started a group called VSF Beningo right. Street Family. For sure. So I started to print T-shirts. Uh, I was printing T-shirts for a few years. I went into the Chinese place on Fifth Street to go get my stuff printed one day. Okay. And I was spending so much money there because we we had made a big it was like a big movement. Right. I mean, we started from from zero, but we, we made a big movement and I was in there spending so much money. I'm like, yo, ain't no way I should be spending all this money. Let me see what, what machine they got. Right. So I went and bought that machine and that was my ticket out the streets. Okay. Okay. I was right. I, I bought the machine, I opened up my store, I never touched another drug in my life. Where your store at? On Germantown Avenue, thirty five forty one, Germantown Avenue. And the name? So, uh, so Rolo Vinyl. Know. Okay, okay, okay. That's great to hear, man. Um, 
follow you a little. I follow follow you like a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, I know um, you always had like like bars that was just like different from everybody right. else. You know what I mean, dropping stuff. So I was like, damn, I took a, I took an interest into your music career. So I'm right. like, he be talking that shit, and it it ain't like how everybody else is just talking right. like just like regular normal trap shit. It's basically like yo. Start your businesses, get out there. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So. Uh, I, I noticed that too. Like, right. it's like a lot of you got like you put some game into like yo, you know, whatever, right. whatever money you getting. What you say? I got uh, the game got no keys and shit like that. And so I'm like, you no, know, you got you talking about you got door keys, right? Shit. So like, you still rapping? I mean, you appealing to the street culture, but you still also letting it's heaven and hell, right? Like, like so, you know, get your bread, but also dog, <clears throat> grab right. grab a property or something. See, like I, that. I really just take pride in like being true to who I am, mm, sure, being true to myself. So even before when I was in the streets, my music would talk about the streets, but deep down, I'm really still me. So because because my life is at where it was at in that moment. I was right. in the streets. Unfortunately, that ain't where I always wanted to be. Right. I wanted to be a scientist when I was a young boy. Right. I wanted to do some good stuff, but basically but how, how, up, cool, how cool is that in the hood, though? Like, growing up, like, be a scientist, yeah, right? like, like, what's the now, you know, you you wanted to be some sort of scientist, but niggas want you to be a street pharmacist and that type of, you know, right. science, yeah. science it, it market. Ain't, it ain't really supported yeah. that big and yeah. where I'm from. Yeah, man. yeah. You figure, like, you tell some, you tell the homies that and it's just like, yeah, yeah, like niggas is laughing. Niggas is laughing at you. Yeah. But, like, like, but all honestly, though, I used to tell my homies all the time, like, when I first, when I first, like, jumped off the porch, started coming outside, I used to always be like, yo, I'm not doing what y'all doing. Like, right. don't do nothing around me. I used to tell them all this, mm-hmm. right? Look, y'all are stupid for getting all these tattoos. Y'all ain't never gonna get no job. Now my whole bad, <laughs> my, my whole body is tattooed. Uh, right. So you you become what you around. Right. So I, right. I went from telling them, look, I ain't doing all this, to being one of the niggas in the front doing like you mean mm-hmm. starting it off. You right. mean right? So so it's just man to the youth that's listening. If any youth is listening, who you around is what you will become for sure. So I always say the your, your parents raise you mm. a percentage, and then. Streets of your homies, you pick a percentage up from how you grow up with them right. and shit. So, and thought that's it's inevitable. Like that's always going to mm-hmm. happen unless your parents keep you in the crib right. until you're an adult. You either going to take a percentage of how your parents ra- right. or your people's raised you, and there's always going to be a percentage how your homies raised. So whatever they going through or whatever they think is cool, it's just you go and pick it up. Like right. no matter who you are, you're just going to be like, all right, well if they doing it. Then you know either let me jump out there or like you said, right. yeah, you the forefront, like you starting this shit. So I mean, that's how that's how it is. When and and, and I'm it. thankful though that I'm even thankful that God even allowed me to go through all of that, right? Because he even in my mess when I was just doing the worst stuff, he still was allowing me to be the light. Mm, right. He still was allowing me to help situations, save people' life. Tell this person don't do that. Don't, I mean, he still is using me, even when I didn't even know he was using me. Right. Did sure. you? My fault. Did you always have that in you, like that? You had that. Um, I say that ability because I I see a lot of you like giving back. Are you like you like letting people know like yo, it's better out there. Like yeah, I, I, I kind of always been okay. doing that. I always and I I actually used to do it more back in the day because it's like. 
I felt kind of guilty doing all the bad stuff I was doing because I knew that that's not really what I wanted to do. Right. It's just that that's just how the circumstances went. Mm, So in me feeling guilty, you try to like kind of like manipulate God. Like, all right, I'm doing all this bad, so let me do all this good. So I was doing so many givebacks. And all this type say, of stuff. Yeah, let me do a right. drive. It's kind of like you fixing it, down. but you really ain't fixing it. You just making mm-hmm. manipulating God for real. Yeah, for real. Right. yeah, I got it. So that. it's like a perfect example, right? So I used to sell so many drugs, right? And then you turn around and go give back to these kids' moms or whatever that you you selling you you basically breaking up, messing up their home, and then giving back to them. Right, right. What nah. sense do that make? Nah, and people nah. don't even think like that. It's like, and then when you giving back and all that. The people was worshiping you, when, like the kids. I want to be like him. I want to be giving back to I know. the whole time. He the reason why you ain't got the book bag right. to go to school, right? Because yeah. you don't have to do a turkey drive if you're not taking from the community in the first place. Right? Right. It's like or, or some type of drive. But like you said, it just it, it it makes like you said they don't know, but it makes you feel a certain way. Like all right, I, I am doing good. I may be selling drugs to their parents, but yeah. at least I'm putting a lot of the times. Being honest, the people that do so many drives and all that, it's kind of like for a, yeah, you helping people, but a lot of times it'd be like for their personal so they can feel better. Okay. Right. Because it's so many ways you can help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just like the surface first thing that everybody is going to see. Mm-hmm. But right. there's so many ways you can help people. So the reason why I haven't been doing too much of the giving back, because I'm trying to give back. For real, for real. Right. Like, I ain't doing no, you ain't seen me do a drive in years mm. because I'm really trying to get right with God and get people saved, get break the generational curses, the things that really need to be given back. Right. They need to be giving love back, giving their households back, giving their marriages back. You mean stuff like that. Mm. And that's what I'm focused on. I know um, we, we, y'all being from Erie, us being from Hunting Park, we ran it, we like, we ran in circles. Like, I, it is, like, I see some of y'all guys down there, like, come stop down there and see a couple of my folks. I never used to see you out there. Like, right. out of everybody. Like, I see, well, I see a couple of niggas out there, but you, you was like never out there. Right. So I was just like, I knew, just knew it was something different. And like, my man, well, at the time he was my man, he was like, he don't be out there <laughs> like, that. like that. <laughs> oh, man. No name, no show. You can't man. drop no names, man. No name, and usually when like, I say don't drop no names, yeah, I actually yeah, drop the name yeah, after that. But, doing like that. Yeah, right, but um, yeah. let's talk about real estate, man. Let's talk about how you, how you jumped into that. Uh, I jumped into real estate when I was 19. Okay. I was in the streets at that time, and I, I had money put up. So I actually bought my first property from my dad. Okay. He, uh, he let me know, look, son, I got a house for sale. He wanted such and such price. I said, all right, bet. A couple of days, I go get that price. Right. Then he went up on the price. A couple of days, I went got the price that he went up on. Right. Went up on the price again. Sheesh. So he's like, look, you my son, but I, I guess he was teaching me how to, how to grind. Sure. So he kept going up on the price, and I kept getting it. A couple right. of days later, I just was so passionate. And that's one of the main things my dad always told me was to buy real estate. Like, right. I, I really, I'm, I'm glad and I'm thankful that he did that mm-hmm. because had he not did that, real estate is kind of what saved me. Right. Because, you know, like, leaving out of the streets, I went from making such and such amount of money to you always going to take a fall. And it, it came back, right. thank God, but you always going to take that fall and – had I not had real estate, when I took that fall, I would have been probably down bad for a minute. But real estate, that residual income is what kind of like kept me afloat, regardless right. of whatever happened mm-hmm. financially. That's dope that at least you pop because, you know, us growing up, we ain't really have nobody right. to tell us we ain't no old heads, nothing like right. that. That Like my pop, he just was work, 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 
work. Like he had a, the you know entrepreneurial mindset. Right. But it, like it don't bother me because I know that's how he grew up and that's how that's how he was raised. Understand? Trying to raise yeah. us. Right. So it's just like finding it out now. I mean, you late thirties now. You trying like you said, you was nineteen, right. so you picked it up fast. I ain't pick it up till like I said, late thirties. Just so it's like, but the, it, the best it, thing it is, sucks, you pick it never too late. You though. Yeah, it's it never though. too late. Right, it's never too late. The right. change, you know what I mean, or, or flip or fix it, however you want to do it. So it's just knowing what you want to do when you do it. You still, um, you still doing your classes? Yeah, okay. uh, I did my last one. I think that was October. It was October, November, but now it's twenty twenty two. So I'm gonna start relaunching everything and starting again. Okay. Can you explain to them? Explain to them what the, what the class is about. Uh, in my class, I teach um, personal credit, personal credit, business credit, how to create your LLC, manufacture spending, and things of that nature. Uh, I don't consider myself like a financial guru or none of that. Right. I just got some knowledge and I just want to share it and help everybody else. I think that's the, how it's supposed to be. The reason why I charge is because I learned that. When people don't pay for something, like I gave my class to a lot of people for free, they never even watched it. They never even, I mean, they really don't apply yourself if you didn't pay for it. Okay. And that's actually how I even started to do the class, how I even got the knowledge. I paid a friend of mine's $1,000. I already knew a lot of what he taught, but I said, look, I'm going to support him. And he in a better position than me, so obviously he knows something I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to pay him this stack because I know if I pay my stack, I'm gonna want my money's worth. Mm. So once he give me this game, I'm going to use it because I'm trying to get my money back. So that's what I, I gave him the stack. I learned what I learned, and then I made my money back so fast. And I start to teach other people, and I charge for that reason. Right, that's the main thing that that kind of hinders us too. Is like just applying and shit. You can have the the most information in the mm-hmm. world about every little thing, but if you don't execute it, it's like right. re, like really was use is it? How y'all um how y'all meet man? Same neighborhood. Just same neighborhood. Yeah, same neighborhood. Right yeah. around the corner it was his house. Okay. Yeah. And like, I'm really like a big bro, like, cause I give information. Like, I might have been fucked up in the head and all that shit, but like, <laughs> this I'm just a good man. dude. Like, I'm loyal. Right, sure. I don't. I can love there too, but I'd rather be loyal. Right. Like, you know, and his his wife said all the time, "I love you, big bro, cause you just loyal." Right. I don't want the money. I don't want the. I don't. That's my bro. Sure. I, don't, I don't. Shit come with it, but that's his shit. Right, we 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 locked in forever. That's how it's supposed to be. It's like um, you know, you can tell when somebody love you and care about it, check on you, yeah. conversations. You know what I mean? And um, I just watched him, and I it's an incident that happened years ago. I ain't gonna say what happened, but right. I pulled him to the side. So you know, shit gonna change right now. Right. He know what I'm talking about, and mm-hmm. it changed. Like I said, this is where shit separates. Right. This is where you gonna go your way. Everybody gonna go their way, and we mm-hmm. talked about it. I think like probably a couple months ago. I was like, yo, ain't that shit crazy? How I talked about it twenty years ago, and right because you you, you every, saw, I saw it. Uh, I just saw it coming because him and, and my rest in peace, my man Yacht, they just was different. Right. You know what I mean? Like I still don't believe Yacht did because I never seen the body. Right. But it just when you got two people that's just different. Right. I'm like, yo, like. And you know who be the different ones, man. You know. And it's not even picking size or it's just. Who you know at when you did the, the video for um and when you sold the whole club out, what the bar? You talking about when uh, Chop did it? Right on Rising Side? Talk. <laughs> you you talking about a movie? Right. What you was twenty? Some real rat? That's a day I ain't never gonna forget. How old were you then? I don't even know. Yo, we was young. Dog, right. it was packed. 
sold out all night. Like, and so, listen, wasn't it a snowstorm that day? I think so. It's crazy. And it's just like you just know. That's heavy. That's heavy. Listen, right? Niggas don't come out in the snow. This night, right? It's a snowstorm. Like, the snowstorm so bad, I didn't think nobody was gonna come. Right. The joint and the, I really, I felt like Jeezy that night. <laughs> and we was regular hood rappers, and yeah. I really felt like that night. The way everything just played mm-hmm. out, the love, it, it was crazy, bro. Like, I can't even. If I tell you a story, you ain't gonna believe me. It was so crazy. That's did you tough. always did you always get that support, or did you like have for the, to build for the it most up part? Or? The support was was always there okay. for the most part. So the support we had a strong team for sure. Okay. So the support the support come on all levels, like even your past life and right now. Yeah. Uh, so from my past life and now, it's like a whole. I got a whole different support system now. Right. But the old support. The, all right. All right, so I'm going to put it like this. Hmm. It's different ways to support. Right. My old life support me by allowing me to just go ahead and not catching feeling, not being a, feeling a certain type yeah. of way because I can't do what I used to do or be where I used to be. Yeah. So that's how they support me. And my new support system is there like every step of the way. Okay. So with, with, uh, see, with your class, uh, how you feel like touching the people like that and giving them that game? I, mean, I just feel like I'm walking to my purpose. If long as I, anything I ever did in life... It's helping somebody. If I can help somebody, I feel I'm fulfilled. Okay, okay. Um, tell, tell us about the, the family man, man. The family man, role, role of the family man. Yeah, man. man I, I it's a beautiful thing, man. For sure. It's a beautiful Thank thing. I, I wasn't always a family man. <laughs> I, I used to be a dog. I used to <laughs> oh, be a dog. Can I say something real quick, bro? Yes, you can. Yesterday, I don't know if you posted or your wife posted it on the gram, but his son Hero was like, or was somebody asking, who made you, who taught you how to be a man? Right. He said, my dad. Yeah. And I text him on the drink, like, people don't even dig how deep that is. Right. Nah, for sure. That's deep. That's supposed, you to, be your, that's supposed to be your first hair or your role model is supposed to be your parents. People yeah. just think it's I ain't even going to hold you. When my wife posted it and I reposted it, I didn't even make a big deal about it and say nothing to it, but that really hit me hard. Like, that was a that was a good jump. Yeah, I right. texted him. That made me feel said, like, dog, that's deep. Like, your son was two, three? Two? About to be three in about February. About to be three. And right. Like, my dad taught me how to be a man. And, you know, just me having my dad around, you know, some people not having him, that shit just deep at all levels. Like, I had to text him. Like, soon I text you, right? Soon he picked up, I text him, like, yo, that shit deep, man. Heavy. That's heavy. Like, he might not make a big deal on the drink, but people around the world probably in their mind, like, damn, that shit really, like, Mm. or it touched a motherfucker in the wrong way who didn't have his dad. Like, could have put him into a, a state or something. Right, because like you said, this it's a lot of us growing up yep, that yeah. we ain't have pop nobody to really teach us uncles none of that to really teach us how to be men. You got to find it out on your own, and, 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 and that's very important, man. Mm-hmm. It's very important to have that mom and dad in the house. It's important. I, it's real big. I actually just posted something about that last night. Let me pull it up real quick. And that's what like you know hinders our relationships with our spouses and shit. It's like I don't. I don't know. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> give That's me no game. That's how me and my mom was beefing because she grew up in a two-parent home. Right. right. I grew up with my dad. So the mom part of the aspect, I'm like, all right. All right, so listen. There should be so many barriers. I'm, I'm not saying that it, it, it can't be possible any other way, but right? The biblical order of the family, Christ is at the top, right? Sure. Right under that is the husband. The husband protects the family, leads the family, and provides for the family. Right after that is the wife. She comfort, teach, and nurture. Right after that is the children, which they love and obey their parents. Mm. If anybody moves from any any of that order, mm. it's out of order now. Right. 
Now mm-hmm. the husband has to take on the wife and the husband job. Or if the husband leave, the wife got to take on the husband and her job. Mm-hmm. So what happens is now you overwork, you stressed. Now the children are going to be missing what they need. Right. Right. So in my example, for my life, uh, my mom and dad stopped messing with each other, whatever the case may be. My dad ended up leaving the house. Now my mom became the provider. She became everything. Right. So mm-hmm. now we mm-hmm. lacking in emotional support. We lacking in all these other things, which then turns to us going to the streets. Mm-hmm. Right. Because what's not here, we got to go get it. Got it right. Yeah. You got to go look for that love. So we else. end up going outside and we start to get that support from outside. Yeah. But had the house been in order, I do that. we didn't have to do that. And I, I like I like how you, when you do on your page, you, you show that it's cool to take take whatever money you get and invest it. Love your wife. Love your children. Like, like when I see that, it's like, you know, you realize you're not the only one doing it. Right. Can but, we talk about? Can we talk about that real quick? Loving your wife. Talk about that, man. Just loving you. Go ahead. Who's get oh, you? You loving your girlfriend too? <laughs> of course, you oh, know I do. Because you in love too. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm on bed. Boy, had to go there. I, mean, yeah. I love my wife, man. That's dope. Like, God knows what you need. He'll give you your helpmate. He'll right. send, he send you helpmate. You just got to make sure you prepare for it. And when you get it, make sure you take care of it and really love it. For sure. Growing up, we was never really taught how to do none of that. Mm. We all, I'm rocking so, with my niggas. I'm loving my niggas. I'm more loyal to my niggas than yeah. you is to the female, mm. the one that's rocking with you and the one that you're sleeping with every yeah. night. So that now that I understand, that's kind of weird. Like, right. why are we... Super hard and super loyal. My bros ain't here. I ain't we coming. We be more loyal yeah. to our barber yeah. than we is to our woman. Yeah. You ain't gonna cheat on your barber at all. Duh. You gonna wait and wait till, yeah. till your right. barber bubble get a cut. A nigga <laughs> do anything to get to their barber. <laughs> Who I got to leave right now. Yeah. He don't matter what it is, man. Yeah, I've been there before. I'm having a baby though. I got to go. He available. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, right. it's, it's actually a good look. The father, the like the father, the father you are, man. Just ch- like checking your page on all that. Uh, hats off to you, man. Like, keep Thank doing you. your I thing. I mean, it, it's just like, make we got to get back to that where being a family man is cool. Right. Like, yeah. not being a womanizer. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we yeah, all go through that phase. Right. Because right? it's more times than not where that's what's being promoted or being pushed in, like, our young boys' phases. It's just, yo, get as many girls as you can, get the money, get and the girls and all that. Sorry to interrupt you, but mm. even with that, right? Even with getting all the girls, I feel like, that's it'd be a void we trying to fill even doing that mm. right being married right I, I, I learned that getting all the girls and all that was kind of like something to feed my ego yeah sure so now that I only have a wife it was times where if she not making me if she not feed my ego I feel like I, like I'm losing it mm. right but when, back in the day, when you had all the girls, you only feel like you're losing because you got all the girls. Right. They all making you feel like you are something. You got one for different situations. And right. as human beings, we all want to feel like something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to encourage all husbands, all wives to make sure you are just feeding your spouse ego. That's, that's kind of what you're there you for. You do. are their person. You have to. It's important. Yeah, that's all you got to do is just, you know, give them compliments once in a while or, you know, Shit, group group your woman if you got to. Just let her know, like, I, I, I see you. Yeah. yeah. But even that, like, people, too, think because you're different ages and age groups. I learned a lot from little bro and little sis. You can. It, and I it's think... like I learned how she helped him and he helps her. Or mm-hmm. they definitely, like, when they go through stuff, they it's a communication thing. For sure. If the communication stop, is over. Yeah. 
And you got to communicate because you can't both walk around the house mad. I think communi- communication is important, but also comprehension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to understand, you know what I mean? Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train. But, um, how much do y'all think, like, both of y'all, the rap plays into with the kids? Like, um, A lot. Let's let's talk about that real quick. You talking about like rap music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole lot. The drill music. If you look at West Philly right now, this is like Chicago out there. Like 53rd <laughs> Street is beefing with 53rd Street. It's the craziest thing in Everybody the world. Everybody is tough. You look at a young we just talked about it. You look at a young boy, he what's up? Yeah. They don't know how to talk to you. They don't know how to show their emotions. Everybody's just tough. Everybody yeah. wanna grab their joint or look at you. What's up? Like Yeah, every, every, and also everybody don't wanna be everybody. It's not prone to be disrespected. Everything is about don't don't disrespect me. I I understand. A lot of people don't understand. All of this, everything that's going on right now, uh, the way the kids feel, the way they can't, they don't know how to control their emotions. Right. I understand. This is all a result of disobedience. This is all a result of us (laughs) as men, as fathers, not being in order to be able to properly raise these people. Mm. Right. So it ain't really, we can't even look down or frown upon these people when they are doing these things. Like, right. example. And I'm just, I'm about to say how how crazy and effective music is, right? Right. It's this little boy, I ain't even going to say his name, but the music was hot. Right. He talking about all the killing and all the music is hot. Right. right? I'm listening to it. I'm in my head, like, yo, this is so hot. I pray my kids don't even get, I pray my kids don't even find this song. Because right. I know they're going to like it. Right. And <laughs> it had me feeling like. I just want to. It made me feel like my old me. Right. Music really have an effect on. It's like your mind. It's what yeah. you feed yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what you start to become as well. So with what sure. you read, what you what you listening to, what you hearing, which what enters your soul is what's what's going to come back out. Right. right. Yeah. So I, I just pray. My kids don't be go, don't, don't run into five. that good that good bad music that, <laughs> so I, that I ran King, into. If you listen to King Von all day, you gonna have it mentality. No, I, like like it's a, I, I was an assignment I had in school one time. Um, they was like, put a song on when you pull out pull out the parking lot, and depending on what song you are, that's how your accent's gonna be. Mm. I think um, I played some Jeezy when I pulled off. Oh, you sound <laughs> Like what the hell? Yo, then yeah. You, you put on some R and B, some weekend or something. I'm chilling. It shit is really crazy. It really alters your mind, man. But um, another thing. Um, uh, roll up. Uh, how did the the transition? How did that come about? Like uh, cause I like I'm Christian as well. So you're called to God, called by God to do you. So explain uh explain to us about that. So I'm gonna start all the way from the beginning, all the way from the back, and to the front. To the Let's end. do it. Let's do it. So all my life. I always felt like <coughs> something about me was just different. Right. I didn't know what it was. Now it makes sense, but I didn't know what it was. It was always something about me. It was like if somebody was to try to harm me or whatever the case may be, something would happen to them. Or if somebody right. or if something going down on the block, I would be the one to get in trouble. Like basically it was it was so many ways God was trying to protect me right. all my life. Right. So now that he did get grab me and he giving me this understanding, I see why. And I see all the instances where he was there. Like, yo, right. you thought this was just you. You thought you was lucky. Right. This was me right here. Right. I saved you from that. Right. And But anyway, how it happened is, so I actually turned Muslim at one point, right? Right. I actually turned Muslim at one point. Uh, it wasn't for me. So I end up at a place where I'm like, I just need God. I just need God. But I didn't know what to do, where to go. 
So I end up getting with my wife. I end up getting with my wife at the beginning. The plan was not even for this to be my wife. Right. I was just being a dog. I was being me. Mm-hmm. You mean I like this? At the while, I start to love her, whatever the case may be. Right. And it turned to something else. But one day we was in the house. She was like, uh, "Look, babe, can you just come to church with me this one time?" Right. I'm like, "No, I ain't. I ain't with. I ain't with all that. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to go to no church." Because it's like a stigma on church. The church, church is corny. I mean, that's, right. I don't know why that stigma is there, but we're going to break it. Right. Church was corny, right? So I'm like, no, I ain't going. Uh, I understand you in the church and all that. I'm not with it. I ain't never going to. So, bang. This is the kicker, right? I call Yacht. Mm-hmm. Yacht is Muslim as well. I said, my wife actually started crying. Basically, it was like spiritual warfare going on in my house. At this time, I didn't know anything about it, right? right. Spiritual warfare. So she started crying because she knew how bad I needed to go to church. Right. But I was fighting against it. So I call y'all. I'm like, yo, bro, my wife acting crazy, bro. I'm really about to rule out. Like, she really, like, crying. Like, right. And I don't understand. So I think she just acting up. So I'm like, bro, she she really acting crazy. I'm about to say slide. He like, bro, just go to church. And he Muslim. Right. Tell so once he said just go to church, something just clicked in me. I went, right? So I went. When I went to this church, God must knew because I'm one of the people that I'm like hard to you can't just tell me anything right you got right. to show me so when I go to church with her God is just showing he just he's showing off he right. just doing all this he doing what he know he got to do to win me right so when I go in there he do everything he got to do and I'm just sold so from that day forward I was a believer and I was standing firm this is where I'm at right. this is what I'm right. doing right right so even after that though I'm still like babe I, I ain't never gonna be as as, as, as Christian as you Right Now I'm in there now I'm rocking with it But I ain't never Gonna be as deep as you Right And now I'm like Full <laughs> Full fledged Right So so God is mysterious man. I, I never I never would've expected I thought they cloned my man At first uh, <laughs> They cloned And that's That's the question I got Is how How the homies Receive you as You know You more Spiritually enlightened now And you ain't really They actually You ain't in the hood As much Like you really You know You you focus on That goes back to what I said And it's different way People support me Cause Mm. they actually They supported me by not Kinda Being hard on you Like they just let me do me Right But Hold on I just lost my train of thought (laughs) That fast Yeah, can you figure, you know. What was your question again? I was, I'm saying, like, you know, people in the hood, they like, damn, boy, you church boy now? You know, oh, yeah. You know, right, like, so how, how, how My homies did that? make little jokes and all that. Uh-huh. All the pastor jokes and all that. But that's them. That's just what they do right. about anything. Right. So that wasn't right, nothing, right, right. nothing personal. So they made their little jokes. But overall, I was always the type of person. I was like a, a trailblazer. I always went against the grain. I always did whatever it is that I believed in. Right. And they already knew that. So it's like they respected it different. Right now, there's some other people that 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 don't have that about them. So sometimes they they get bullied into doing something that they don't want to do, or right. bullied into staying where they are when they really want to do this. You know what I mean? Right. But thankfully, I ain't like that, and okay. it's respected. I feel like y- yourself, uh, Pastor Carr, um, I make you look cool. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like, are more people acceptable, or are they willing to reach out? Because uh, you know, Pat, Christian brothers look different. Yeah, it's They're it's a, a, it's a, it's a, it's a mex- older, lot of older dudes. older men, and it's a little mexual with a mexual sexual look. Wait, you yeah. talking about how they look now? Or are you talking about the traditional traditional Christian? and and 
Oh yeah, well the yeah the new the new dudes yeah they they a little bit more uh you know fashionably savvy and and all that because nah, it's like him and Carl like black teeth Carl were all that's black. what I'm saying yeah. and like seeing yeah. you, you know what I mean so um is it is it easier to win over souls looking the way you look and being more relatable? I'm gonna keep it a bean. It's it is better, right? Right. But what makes it hard to win men right. these days is because, like I said earlier, it's like a kind of stigma, like it's corny. Right. Do, doing good is yeah. kind of corny. Yeah. I like so why? You gotta be bad. When I took when I when I got baptized, right? When I posted that picture, mm-hmm. when I say it was so many people in my DM saying that, yo, I really admire this because I want to do this, but basically I'm they basically kind of like trap in other people's perception. Right. Uh they want they don't want to be corny so bad that it's stopping them from being free. Mm-hmm. And that's it was when I say it was so many people it really broke my heart. Right. And that's why it's kind of hard to win the souls. Like it's people that I minister to mm-hmm. on a daily, but they won't take that step because they know that is the corny. It's like they don't want to they don't want they don't want to be corny. Right. They want to stay cool, which ain't right. even really cool. Yeah, that's, it's false. that's something Go ahead, cause I wanted to no, ask in you. In order to, to to do to do better life, you can't care about what people think. Yeah, you think I care about when people think about when I talk about mental health. They say stuff, but I'm trying to help certain people that went through what I went through. So it's like you can't care about that. I'm right. trying to be in, at like that type of peace, like Kevin Gates said. Like yeah. I'm trying to be that peaceful. Like yeah. just I ain't can't about nobody that. disturb my peace. And you got to start hanging around different people. So yeah. I hang around, bro. <laughs> I hang around like people that's just not into. That even though I never sold drugs done, but I was around it. But I just yeah. don't hang around it. It's nothing. It's not. I don't drink it. He know. Right. I don't even. I'm cool. This like, bull had first class seats to the movie. Right. He watched it all. Yeah, I mean, so I don't <laughs> even drink no more. I don't. If I I can call sis right now and talk to her or cry and have a conversation, you know, vice versa. That's what you need. Right. You don't need nobody be to tell you man man up and all that. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm trying to cry. I got some shit in my mind. <laughs> right. No, that's talk, real. You know that's what I mean? So when you put them people in your life and even, like, her family, like, I love them too, Dominique, Shanae, a um, couple of people. It was like, damn, like, these people really care about you. Yeah. Like, somebody, like, before, when somebody tell you love, you be like, huh? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and people still look at you crazy today, though. When you be like, I love you, bro. Nothing wrong with it, man. He'd be like, what? That's an unpopular thing, and we got to get past that. We got to break that stigma. And I was going to say, I was going directly to you, Will. Like, you think that's like a mental hindrance on us? Like, what people think about me? Damn, I do want to I do want to give my life to Christ as fully as you, but that shit ain't cool, dog. It, I'm still trying to get around. And, they care about what the bros think. Like he said, they don't really care about, like, you were cheating, you ain't going to cheat on your barber and all that, but they care what the bros think. Mm. They care. It's a big, it's a big and thing. That's what I'm saying. That's they like care about that. They act like they don't, but at the real, like he say, he minutes to people or people's in the DM, but they won't come out and say it. But they're being right. your DM about it. It's like I don't care, right? Because I'm, I ain't that you. I ain't him. I ain't that person no more. So if I'm going through something, I, I want to, I want to tell the world. Yeah. You want to get that out? Per- per- perception is a stronghold. Yeah. And it really had people, and I used to be in it, trying to be a people pleaser and try to just right. make sure everybody is happy with me. Right. But you ain't yeah. got to be happy with me. God got to be happy with me. Right. Sure. So I'm glad that he, he he broke me free from them chains because it's really chains. 
It, it don't. And it don't, don't allow you to freely just really release and be you. How how long ago was that when you finally decided? Like when it, it just hit you, it was like, "Yo, I'm I'm open my I'm opening my right, arms when I started fully." My walk with Christ, about, that was about three four years ago. Okay, okay. Like every all this, all the strongholds I had, God gave me the strength to overcome them. Now, but before that, I didn't have the strength. Even like something like being faithful to my wife. If I didn't have God in my life, I know for a hundred percent sure I wouldn't have been able to do it. Mm. I know a hundred percent sure. Was it's, it? I was about to say, was it? Was this? Was it something? Particularly, just that just hit you like uh, I gotta leave this shit alone. Uh, everything I gotta leave all this shit alone, man. I, I gotta, I gotta really open my arms. At that say. point, I felt like I was at a growing point in my life, like mm. a turning point. Mm. And then God just graced me and gave me the strength to do it because it's like you, the stuff is so hard to do. You, I, I don't understand how people can even do it alone. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Like so, Possibly. He graced me and gave me the strength to do it all. To overcome every single stronghold, and we say we are generational curse breakers, right? And the curse is here; you just have to break it. And mm. we don't break it as we pass it on to our kids. That's absolutely. True so that's indeed. that's actually where I get my motivation and steadfastness from. Like this, this is how I stay planted, and it's about my kids for real, for real. Mm. If the old me used to be selfish, I really didn't care. The slogan one of my homies used to go by is "F life itself." Like basically, f life. We we don't really care. Mm-hmm. We just but, care, and that's when I didn't care, and I was just doing whatever I wanted to do, whatever made me happy. But right. now I have to live for my wife. I got to live for my children. Right. And if my kids was to grow up and do anything that I did, I would feel like I failed as a parent. Yeah. So I have to be that example now because your kids is gonna follow not what you say but what you do. Right. And that and that hurt. It's like you see growing up now you and you seeing your kids now they playing in the street like dog that that shit it, it hurt like i left that life alone so that we could have right you know i mean, went a better situation so you have to go through, right have yeah. to make. and these streets different they yeah they ruthless and this is how real it is that i got a little cousin right he was kind of i kind of like i kind of raised him mm-hmm. uh i kind of raised him and i had a conversation with him i had him I had to get this machine for my store probably a couple months ago. He took a ride with me in the U-Haul and while we driving, he like, Rich, uh, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. I felt some type of way that you changed your life. The reason why I felt some type of way is because growing up, he was basically with me when I was living that life, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. growing up, I always wanted to prove myself to you. I wanted to live what you was living and because I was too young at that time. So I wanted to show you I can do this. Right. I can sell drugs. I can play with the guns. I can be drunk all the time. I can do this. So now that you changed, it's like it's my dreams is crushed. Right. Yeah. Now I can't even show you what I'm capable of mm-hmm. because that's not what you respect. You don't care about that no more. Right. And his his mindset was so focused on that he not even thinking about nothing right. else. So he, you are broken. So mm-hmm. I'm here now, but it's kind of not fair to him because, <laughs> Rich, this is what you taught me. This is what I watched you doing. Mm-hmm. You was telling me. Don't do this. It's dangerous. Don't do this because I lost all my friends. Don't do this. But I'm seeing you doing it and you look happy doing it. You look like you enjoying it. I see you and your friends popping bottles. Y'all getting the fame. Everybody loving y'all. This is what I want. So I'm waiting all my life for my chance. Then I get old enough and now you switch your life. And you know, the thing is, he not the only one. He not. Hood. But That's I'm so thankful that he told me that because that opened my eyes to see how deep it is that people do what you do, not what you say. Yeah. Like Trinity. when I say when he was t- I wanted to cry when he told me that. And this he a grown man now. Mm. He said, Rick, I really felt type of and I still kind of feel the type of way. Mm. Because I, that's my, my dream is gone. I, I can't my dream, you ain't never going back to the OU. So that means I can't never fulfill what I wanted to fulfill. Right. 
But then, you know, your thing is now it's just now you steer him to the path of, you know, the basically the new you. Right. To where he could still just he could still, I guess, do all that stuff, but just in a a, a positive way right. and a legal way. He just right. got to be willing to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, do, he, do, he, he, come, he coming he coming along. He's doing better. I'm proud of him. That's he making small steps. That's what's up, man. All right. Um, one more question. A couple more questions. Uh, explain to us what Glory Carrier is. Glory carry is basically a carrier of God's glory. Okay. Uh, it was like a popular thing. Everybody was carriers in the city. Right. So I like it. I took a little liking mm-hmm. to it and I added my twist to it. Look, I'm carrying God, God's glory and that's how we rock. I'm a glory carrier. Do you, um, like, I'm, your music for now on mm-hmm. is going to be as like geared to you know Pretty much. putting um, you no know, more sermons, more more words of God, but in a lyrical so, form. So it's not going to be like so off to where as though you can't listen to it unless you this. You mm-hmm. mean? But yeah. all my music is always going to bring all glory to God. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it ain't no more. Oh, I did this. I got this. I got this. Jewelry. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Bang! Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but I got it because God allowed me to get it. Right. I got it. I'm bringing glory to God. I'm looking good because I'm God's child, and God don't want me to be ugly. God mm-hmm. don't want me to be broke. God don't. So this is why I'm doing. Right, right. And uh, yeah, um, you you doing your ministry right? Uh, I don't know if you do this, but to like, I say you will the young boys in, like you give them that that sermon but in a more of a street form. So God allows me to just be myself. Oh, Like I just preached uh, Sunday just passed. I preached and he just allowed me to be myself. So I got, got my notes, whatever the case may be. And I, as I'm doing it, I'm not. God is like a. So when you think of church, it's like a sound that you think of as a look mm-hmm. because this mm-hmm. is what they religiously did. Yeah. But God ain't say, yo, you got to go talk like this. Right. I just want I, you to give my word. Go preach my word. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. Just 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 give it to him, like you said, as you are, you yeah. don't gotta go and act, use act a certain do, way. So, yeah. Right, you so gotta say at the God, <laughs> God allowed me to go through all the stuff I went through so that I can use this to help the people that's in those places. True indeed. But if I was to act like a whole different person because I'm saved, act like I'm too good or too something, mm-hmm. these people that all these places I used to be can't even relate to that. Right. So I have to remain me, but just go do what he want me to do. And I think that'll open a lot of, I think that will open a lot of ears and, and bring a lot of people in when they hear it from you, from the way you giving it to them, mm-hmm. it, it'll, it'll help them understand, help them understand more like the word of God, you know, the, the, to all the like you know the scriptures and the bible right. it's just it's just how I'm, I'm talking to you like i'm talking to you, you like like right, like right. i know you, yeah. yeah but I, I ain't giving it to you in, in a preachy type of form because right. that kind of steers people away I'm from you man to man right but what and, people don't realize is christ was amongst the sinners yeah right. he was he was in the hood yeah. like he, he was in the hood like when, he right. was in the, when he was in the tilt in the temple selling acting crazy <laughs> and so, people don't realize either that god was a gangster yeah God was gangster. For sure. Yeah. I was reading just last night in, in one of these chapters in Isaiah, right? God told, it was a boy named King Ahaz. God told him, look, these people about to come, they about to try to go to war with y'all, right? The bull got scared. The bull King See, Ahaz that's got what scared. I'm right? that's how you God said, listen, you don't got to be scared. I'm not going to allow it to happen. So right. I know they plotting the plan. It ain't going to work, right? Right. I'm going to stop them, whatever the case may be. And a little later down on the line in that chapter, right? 
God said, but I'm going to protect that. You don't got to be scared. But then I'm going to come destroy all this you got going on. Mm, right. So look, I'm going. I, so how you comfort a nigga, right? He comforted him. <laughs> and then later on, I'm going to destroy you and everything. He said, I'm going to destroy this whole place you got going on. And if, if it's a tenth left, any remnant or a tenth left, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm spinning yeah, it back again yeah. and destroying it again. Yeah. All right. People don't know that God is against light. Right. Yeah. They think it's corny because they just can't relate to the way some pastors make it sound right, and yeah. hollering and all that. Right, yeah. God is really, when I be reading it, it's like a movie. It got to be. But it's real. Yeah. And it kind of relates to what's happening in today's world. Yeah. You bring yeah. it to them. And like you said, bring, just like a, a fun story. Like just, it's but it, it's real. Right. It, it's like, you giving it to them like on just real rap raw type yeah, shit if you, if you like when Judas Judas betrayed Jesus if you put it in like yo Judas ratted or Jesus yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you telling niggas, uh, niggas uh, respect him more like, uh, you niggas going, respect him more you like, yo, talk how they want you to yeah. talk yeah like niggas respect him more like, like, yo. when, he, like when Jesus told when he told uh, Jesus, when Jesus told uh, who was that Peter like yeah. yo you going uh, you going to deny me three like, times like, uh, like they going to come and ask you questions you going to tell them you don't know me and he like no, I wouldn't dare do that. Thought you my man. It's like, listen, bro. You don't know me. <laughs> you going to do like, it. Dog, like, don't, really don't worry about it. You, three times. Like, don't worry about it, though. You still my man. It's just that you won't betray me. You going to tell him you don't know me. Three times, bro. Three you times. Look me in my face. Like, he like I would I wouldn't dare. It's like listen, dog, you going to do it. Like, yeah. But don't worry about and it. While we while we on this topic, I want to touch on generational curses. So People always wonder, and this is actually something I used to wonder. That's why that's why I want to touch on it. If God is God, why did He allow certain things to happen? Why did He allow my that's a, good, that's a good question. My mom or my cousin to get cancer. Why mm-hmm. did He allow this little boy or this little girl to get touched? Why did He allow these bad things to happen? Right? If you go in Deuteronomy, if y'all don't mind, I can actually pull it up and read it. But go ahead. He gets in death with the curses. Mm-hmm. They so I'm a, I got to pull this up because <laughs> I got to pull. It up. I'm gonna give you his exact. Words. I never pictured this boy like this in my life, <laughs> but I'm so happy for it though. Yeah, man. Right, and that's and that's the support that that's the support they need yeah. because it's like it it, it it makes him a better man by knowing that you know the people that he really love and cherish still got his back no matter you know what what is changing even if he making changes for the better. Yeah, for sure. Like you, dog. You be changing. I mean, like you still my man. Though. Like you got the curly top. <laughs> Yo, you he was a low cut love, wave boy. It's awesome. a love top. Like, That's a love curly top. She said <laughs> she must like that. She Joel, said, babe, let it let it grow, babe." <laughs> she like that, Joel. How long I had the curly top? Babe, let it grow. What, so when you got with her, what was that? September. You had the curly I had top way before that. You had the curly top in September. Whenever y'all went on that date, you're yeah. a liar. <laughs> whenever y'all went out, I had to, this since the pandemic started. Cause when y'all went out there, so they shut down. I was like, "Yo, Kaz, I don't want you to cut my hair. I'm scared." She was like, "Yo, I might get the vid." I like that. I like that curly top. I like that little. I like that little Morgan Freeman top. <laughs> <laughs> Got that little gray little in there. You <laughs> see this shit? She's talking about some. You got the Frederick Douglass. Oh, yeah. Get whole shit out of she pocket, like the man. Fred Doug Borg free. Yeah. You start rubbing your face and stomping your feet. Like, oh. But you know, relax. you know what be crazy though? Like, my clover line, right? Shit, he be more excited than I do. Right. Because it's the, you know, he is up. I'm ready. Yeah, we, ready. Right. Uh, we ready for you. So it's Deuteronomy 28, right? The NLT version. Curses for disobedience. 
But if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do will be cursed. The Lord himself will send on you curses, confusion, frustration, and everything you do. Until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. The Lord will afflict you with diseases. Until none of you are left in the land you are about to enter and occupy. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases, fever, inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, and with blight and mildew. These disasters will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be as unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder, and dust will pour from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you're going to scatter from them in seven directions. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your corpse will be food for all the scavenging birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, scurvy and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person groping in the darkness, but you will not find your way. Mm. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. Now, I'm going to continue, but y'all don't hear this look like it's going on in the whole world right now. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. So he's telling you a man going to sleep with your girl. Mm. I'm letting you know that right now. You will build a house, but someone else going to live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but will never enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but will not eat a single bite of the Mm -hmm. meat. But you will not eat a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and your goats will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. You you will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. So as pitness in present day time, your sons and daughters taken away as slaves. Mm -hmm. So they ain't taken away as slaves like literally no more. Slaves to the streets. Yeah. Right. Mm. When I was taken to the streets, I was a slave to the streets. I was doing everything the streets wanted me to do. Mm. My mom crying almost every night because me and my brothers are slaves to the streets. Right. She hear any anything any loud outside, she's shaking her bed right. because she that might be her kids. Slaves to the streets. Your heart will break for them, but you won't be able to help them. A foreign nation you have never heard about will eat the crops you worked so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. You will go mad because of all the tragedy you see around you. The Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils. In fact, you will be covered from head to foot. The Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There in exile, you will worship gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, ridicule, and mockery among all the nations to which the Lord sends you. It's so much more, but I ain't even gonna give y'all too much. That's, I think that was enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, but it's almost like what's going on in mm. it. Is. So you gonna is. tell me I got a girl, but she with him? <laughs> Damn. I knew he was gonna take to that boo boo. I'm sorry. Look at this. He couldn't believe to hear that. Like, hey, who? What? Nah, I'm gonna work tonight. So if you ever question anything that's going on this time and day, all the stuff that you see, I just right told there. you why. It's right there. It's Disobedience. Right in the word. It's right there in the word. Uh, let me one last question. Um, I asked you in the beginning of the show, evangelist versus pastor. Break down the difference. So a pastor is basically the shepherd of the flock. A pastor is the person that 
teaches the flock. Evangelist, I'm just a person that goes out and brings people to Christ. So when you see people, you might see people every once in a while outside, like evangelizing. They might have the speakers with them, right. and they're out there just trying to get a word and bring uh-huh. people to Christ. That's what evangelists do. A pastor is just the teacher of the flock, the head of the flock, the shepherd. Mike, you got anything before we go? Um, real quick, just um, before we go, just uh, let people know how important. Because I, you said something that like you keep your old rap videos, your old old pictures all on your page and stuff, because it reminds you of all the you know right. stuff you weren't supposed to. How important is that? Like for you now is to go back and see. It, it's, like, it's, damn, it's I really important. was wild. <laughs> it's important because if I had I if I remove. All my old stuff, all my old pictures and videos, right? How would they then see what God did for me? Mm. They can hear me say it, but it's like it's different when you can really see it. Yeah. If you go watch my old videos, you can see, yo, this boy was wild. This boy and everyone around him was wild. Mm-hmm. Now you look at this boy and everyone around him and you see the God in them then. Right. Like I don't even want people to really see me no more. I want you to see the God in me. I want you to right. see what God is doing in my life and I'm passionate and I want you to witness and experience what God can do for you as well. If he can do it for me, he can true, do it for you. True indeed, man. Before we get out of here, um, I don't know where they can find you. If you preach uh, it, where they can come see you preach at. Richie uh, Rolex on all platforms. R-I-C-H-Y-R-O-L-E-X. Uh, Rolo Vinyl is my t-shirt printing store. If you need anything printed, it's 3541 Germantown Avenue. Right next door, we have recording studio, hair salon, all the things of that nature, if you need any of that. Uh, I got clothing lines online, powercoupleco.com, glorycarrier.co. If you need a word from God, our ministry is Unconventional Ministries Universal. We also have a website. You can visit that as well. We do a lot, man. I can't even really put it into a box so much. If you need a place to stay, we got houses, we got rooms, we got apartments. If you just need some game, we got some game. If you need to learn about personal credit, real estate, whatever the case may be, we got that as well. We just wear many hats, and, and we here, man. We here for the people. Love it, love it. Um, well, anything before we go? Man, I'm Tell what bus you drive and where, <laughs> get, where they can get where they can nah, get I'm the rejuvenated happy, love. I'm just uh, happy to be here with little bro, man. It was a good, oh, hold on. And my my brother gifted yeah. me with a, with a special that's hard glory. Snapback hat, and, and and I really I really feel some type of way about this because I I don't get gifts often. So right, right. somebody give me stuff because I'm usually giving. So when mm-hmm. somebody give me something, I really take it to the heart, and I probably yeah. keep this hat for the rest of my life. I like your relationship, yeah. man. Got my favorite word yeah. on there, glory. I'm carrying the glory. You gotta figure, I I know the older brother, the other brother. I know the whole family. Right. But it's crazy how we tight like right. this. So, sometimes it be like that. Yeah, but um, you can find me on um the grand rejuvenated underscore love. DM me for purchase. I got the best hats in the city, and I'm stamping it. Anyway, we might need a coach. And I'm just, I just want to say, man, to any kids or anybody out there that's going through something, man, if this brother right here, Richie Rolex, ain't tell you nothing, or you ain't hear nothing, you, you, that you mm. could change your life. Yeah. Because I never pictured him like this. Jim's in his jaw tonight, And it's man. like, you know, um, me being older than him, that don't matter. I call a little bro for advice. He called me for advice. Cause that's how it's supposed to be. It's that's no how it's supposed to be. There's no age limit on nothing. That's my bro for life, and we share game, we talk, we cry. It's just what it is, and like it's just yeah. what it is. Like people need to understand it, cause the it need to change the narrative with brothers caring about what people think of you. Right. Yeah. 
you're going to be stuck in that same position all your life. You don't want that. Cool. Uh, episode 142. Make sure y'all check out that single glory. We out.